The Good Buddies Anime Podcast is hosted by two rowdy, foul-mouthed American cowboys. Listener discretion is advised. What's up, and welcome to the Good Buddies Anime Show. I am your your good buddy, Roger. And I am your good buddy, Brandon. And my God. It's time. I love it, dude. It's quarterly. These things really make our year breeze by. I love it. It's a good time. I look forward to them every single time. That's right, y'all. Once again, we are doing our little tier list of the new anime season, fall 2022. Yeah. Welcome. You little... Welcome to good buddy Brandon and Rogers. Mount Vibe Check. That's that's the rock music from SSX. We just yeah. going down the uh, there we go. When, where's my remaster? Anyway, uh, yes, that's right. We're back again. We have 22 shows here. Could Did we possibly miss some? I don't know. Maybe. Did there's I forget fun- to charge my mouse? I don't know. Maybe. Absolutely did. There's, you know, there's a lot that say they're coming out new, and then I can't find them, or I do find them, and they're either, you know, 15 minutes or 7 minutes or straight up hentai, and we're not going to talk about that. Whoa. You, you watched some hentai, dude? I did. I did see one that I was like, why isn't this streaming anywhere? And then I found it. I was like, oh, no. What was it called? Do you remember? I don't, but it did. I mean, it was non-consensual, so I don't want to talk about it. But we're going to skip that. (laughs) Sorry, everybody. Uh, But yes, we have 22 shows here. Your boy Brandon watched at least one episode of every one of these. This is, of course, a vibe check. We're going off one episode pretty much strictly. Now, I will admit some of these I watched more than one. At least one of these had a straight-up prologue, episode zero. Hell yeah, I watched that. It was pretty great. Uh... But this is off of, like, essentially one episode. What's the vibe? How's it feel? Is it worth sticking around for? We are going to start at the top of the mountain, of course. We have those that made it all the way up to the tippity top. Mm-hmm. We have the mm-hmm. ones that didn't quite make it that high, but they're on the snowy white plains. They're doing just fine. We got our cliffhangers uh, starring Sylvester Stallone that are hanging on for dear life, but they have not yet fallen into the glacial chasm, which is where the real garbage ends up. And finally, all the way at the bottom, because what's worse, being bad or being boring? We got the ones that didn't even make it off the mountain. They're just just kind of whatever. They're snoozing at the lodge. Mm -hmm. And Roger, we're going to do what we always do. I'm going to ask you to pick some of these shows. And you watched a few of them. I did watch a few. You watched a few of these. You'll chime in when you feel it's necessary. Uh, But I'm going to ask you to pick one of these so we can talk about it. Roger? What do you got for me? Okay, before I pick one, I do want to ask. Okay. So, is, is the the uh, remaster of Berserk, is that considered a additional? I mean, it's a, I would say it's, it's a re-release. It's a remastered re-release, but I wouldn't call it a new show. It might have some new scenes in there, though. Okay. Well... I think we should talk it's about not, it it's, at some point. We'll talk. We'll we will talk definitely about talk about season. it in the future. Yeah, we can do that. I feel like, season. but I feel like it's it's not like FMA it's, FMA Brotherhood. It's you know what I'm saying? It's leading to a countdown, so I think that we need to talk about it. Okay, but it's it's not like yes. 
it's not like Full Metal Alchemist and Brotherhood. Those are two very different shows. Yeah, it's not. It's not like that. No, the movies and the original, uh, the original season of Berserk are a little bit different. I don't know if y'all know this, but Roger fucking loves Berserk. I sure do. <laughs> uh, okay, but that's not either here nor there. I was just like curious if we were gonna have it on one of the lists. Berserk. So, you know, I just wanted to know where it would fall on the. We'll list. definitely talk about it on sequel season. Yeah. When okay. We, when, uh, okay. Next time. We okay. do those. Okay. But what do you got for uh, me, big let's boy? Let's see here. He's let's stalling. Start. He's stalling to let this, let's start. To let this you know what, mouse dude? charge some more. Because <laughs> it's completely dead. There it goes. Let's talk about Mobile Suit Gundam, the witch from Mercury. Now listen, I'm not a big Gundam guy. I don't, I've never pretended to be. You know, I've seen a couple of these that I enjoy. But I'm not a big Gundam guy. But this one, Gundam's back. This is, if you believe Wikipedia, it's 15th mainline series. And this one, this one, Roger. It's quite literally Revolutionary Girl Utina, but with Gundams. Uh, and I don't know if you've ever seen any of that. I've watched a couple episodes. I never managed to finish it, but I like it. Uh, yeah. You got a mech school where they settle things with duel. One particularly shitty dude is abusing this girl. Main girl uh, fights that guy only to find out that by winning, well, now, uh, you know what that means. You're now the number one student here. You're the best, and that also means you're my fiance. Whoops. So that girl that dude was absolutely being shitty to is now engaged to our main girl wow crazy how that works out it's literally utina <laughs> um all the while there's this political slash corporate intrigue thing half these kids parents run the corporations that rule the stars and whatnot the art is good the fights are good the character's good and if that first episode sounds too fun for you check out the prologue episode zero which will not only satisfy your bloodlust but might make you cry like a little baby mm. it's very very good uh Roger, you found our first tippity top. This show kicks ass. Oh my god, Gundam is going to the tippity top. Gundam's up top, baby. This show wow. kicks ass. Oh no. Grab uh, it. Oh, uh, oh this uh, mouse. Uh, 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 oh my uh, god. Uh, uh. Oh my Christ. It's definitely not down. Eh. Tippity hey, top. Hey, we made it. All we right. Made it. All right, dude. Let's uh let's uh let's do let's talk about do it yourself. Do it yourself. You know what I don't want to do it for you? Do it yourself. So okay? Do It Yourself is a great anime. It's about uh, Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. Mm -hmm. No, it's not really. DIY? No, it's them. not really. Uh, they, they are great. So Do It Yourself is a hobby show featuring a clumsy disaster girl who is covered in band-aids. She has three pets. She spaces out constantly. And her childhood friend next door can't take her slackery ways anymore. It and about me. It is. <laughs> and she seems content to just break off and focus on her studies. A clumsy girl then has a chance meeting with the only member of her school's DIY club, Do It Yourself Club. And after almost killing her own clumsy dumb ass with a power tool, she decides to join up, hoping to make new friends and win back her old one. Now, shows like this, these cutesy hobby shows with the cute girls, there's two things they okay. tend to live or die on. Hello. There's two things that really make or break them. It is, one, the strength of their characters, and two, how sincere can they be with these? In my own opinion, anyway, that's my criteria for these guys. And I got to tell you, it feels very sincere, and I love these goddamn characters. I adore these kids. They're cute. They're funny. It was I was consistently and constantly charmed by the show. The main girl in particular is I'm just gonna say it. Top ten characters of the year for me. She's fucking perfect. She's a goofy little airhead who has this shonen pro tag lovable idiot energy. So when her fr childhood friend is all like, "You didn't get into the good school. You're going to that safety school. How droll. How typical. It's not like I wanted to spend time with you." Then homegirl's just like, "Yeah, I fucking beefed it. You want to come get a snack?" Like she just does not nothing affects her. She's fucking oh, yeah. perfect. Beefed it. It's great. And Roger, 
It's a tippity top. It's in the tippity <laughs> it shows top. so right, good. Man. Also, I don't, I don't want to spoil the big reveal at the end. Oh, come on, baby. But yes, the show's very nope. good. Sorry. I won't spoil it. Sorry, good buddies. Here we go. You're tippity good. top. Tippity top. All right, man. Uh, We're starting off fucking strong, baby. Find me some garbage. Let's bring it down a notch. Let's go to Love Flops. Fuck me. Did you watch this one? Hell no, I didn't. Did watch you it. know? Did you know it was trash? Nope. I, well, I mean, I just took a stab at one of the titles of Fear that wasn't the one that I know is trash. All right, man. Oh, there's one you know is trash. Excellent. Yep. All right, so here's the thing about Love Flops. First of all, you've seen it before. The dude is on his way to school. He has several slip and fall meetings with a bunch of different people on the way to school involving panty shops, hand boobs, and face sits uh, in an effort to get to where he's going, his class. And of course... Once he gets there, he finds out, uh-oh, all of those people that he had these uh, accidentally got their asses in his face or grabbed their boobs are all his new uh, exchange students in his class, and one of them is his teacher. I will give this, this show exactly one point. I will give it one point for having one of those potential love interests be a dude. It will then get minus one billion points for how they met. And I know what you're thinking, Brandon, how did this guy have a panty shop boob grab meeting with a male character? Ah, ha, ha, my sweet summer child. What actually happened is he just happened upon this poor twink being attacked by a large dog. And when I say attacked by a large dog, I do mean straight up doggy style butt humped. The dog then attacks him and he blacks out, implying he was molested by this dog. And then the dog comes back later in the episode and it happens again. And for some time, the second, for some reason, the second time it happens, he blacks out, they come back, his pants are down. So this show is not only that same trope riddled sex comedy harem, it also feature features recurring implied bestial molestation. That's glacial chasm, baby. It's straight garbage. All right, love flops. Damn it, I'm gonna have to keep flipping this mouse. It's gonna be bad. You're killing me, Roger. <laughs> I don't know how this keeps happening. Glacial chasm. Glacial there, chasm. There it's is, garbage. There, there it is. It's straight garbage, and I'm glad it's dead. We will never speak of it again. What right, you dude, got? Let's try. You know what? Let's do one that I saw. Oh boy. Let's talk about Akiva Made War. Listen, man. Listen. Now, I texted you, and I was like, Roger, you got to check out this fucking show. And then you texted me back later that night and said, hey, what in the fuck did I just watch? I actually, I said, bitch, what the fuck? You said, bitch, what the fuck? <laughs> Akiba made war. <clears throat> Akihabara, 1999. A young woman moves to the city to start a new job at the Oinky Doink Maid Cafe. That's right, <laughs> Oinky Doink. She's not great at it, but has wanted to be a maid her whole life at one of these maid cafes, and she vows to get better. However, all is not as it seems. After a shady dude shakes down the manager and seemingly demands that she shit herself, new girl is tasked to take a message to another maid cafe. He does say make the doo-doo. He tells her make your doo-doos. You'll pay what's due, well then make your doo-doos. She is tasked to take a message to another maid cafe, an errand that ends with her and her new co-worker standing over the corpses of a dozen or so maids from a bunny cafe. It is that kind of hyper-violent, goofy, comedic bullshit that you might expect. I, I would compare it to a Metalocalypse. Yeah, maybe kinda, yeah. maybe one of those crank movies, something like that. It's, but instead of like having you know these dudes and people getting their head shot off, it's a bunch of uh, women in cutesy maid outfits and people getting their head shot off. I'm I'm not. It's unclear to me how long the shock factor will carry the show. Uh, but man, 
I can't say I wasn't very entertained. I, it's obviously not for everyone, but if you can deal with like some fucking hyper violent comedy bullshit, it's a goddamn tippity top. Tippity top. <laughs> I loved it. I'm, I'm, I'm in spite of myself. It whips ass. Tippity top. Right tippity there. fucking top, baby. First Damn, try. we're getting we're getting First a lot try. of these out of the way. Yeah, man. <laughs> what you got, man? Uh, okay, let's uh, let's talk about Beast Tamer. Marty here. Beast Tamer. All right, so Beast Tamer uh, is a fantasy series wherein a good-hearted but weak Beast Tamer boy is unceremoniously kicked out of the hero's party and finds himself working as a regular adventurer. Now, it is not a isekai, but it's one of those that, honestly, almost may as well be because it's, you know, fantasy world and whatnot. Uh, he almost immediately runs into a cat spirit, uh, it's a cat girl, uh, which is a so-called quote-unquote ultimate species who decides that he should tame her and they form a bond. Now, this is absolutely going to end up being a harem of anime girls, so by all means dig in if that's your particular brand, but I was so fucking bored by this show. So is it a... It's a snoozer, it's baby. It's snoozing at the lodge? It's a fucking snoozy. Snoozing at snoo- the lodge. It's a snoozy puff. Okay, dude. Uh, I, let me tell me tell me about one that you were you told me to watch and I haven't yet. Dog. Blue Lock. Blue Lock's fucking bonkers. And I listen, listen. I struggle with where to put this one. I think I think I ended up putting it in the right place. All right. So first of all, go look. This one I already talked about. Akiba Made War. I would recommend going to that one blind. But I already talked about it. Blue Lock, similar thing. I really think you should just go into this one blind. But we start this show during a game. This is a soccer anime. And I'm as shocked as anyone to tell you that there's a good soccer anime. Uh, we start during a game. Second year high school soccer boy needs this win to go to nationals. He passes the ball. His teammate takes the shot. Oh, my God, we're going to. Nope, he missed. Well, fuck. Uh, distraught and doubting himself, he heads home where he finds a letter stating that he's been chosen to be a premier athlete, some kind of national soccer program. He's like, all right, what the fuck? He shows up, runs into the ace player from the other team that just beat his team, and they head inside, and you know, you just know it's going to be like, oh, they're going to be teammates, they're going to be like the best ever. However... All is not as it seems. They enter a room filled with other top players their age, and they all look crazy. You got that long-haired pretty boy. You got the twins with the crazy eyes. You got the giant dude and the sleepy dude. And this is about where I thought, now, if I didn't know any better, I'd think this was a death game battle anime. And as it turns out, a crazy dude who looks like if Steve Jobs had a bowl cut, a bolo tie, and was Momo with these fucking eyes he's got... Uh, he's brought Momo the, the, the yeah the uh, creepy thing yeah. Momo he looks like fucking Momo uh, turns out this crazy dude has bought the, brought these 300 boys here to whittle them down battle royale style number one you get into the national team losers never get to play soccer in Japan again and I'm again I'm as shocked as anyone that I'm putting over what really does they don't boil down them. to uh, there is blood Tom will tell if they end up you know actually killing him or not but there is blood uh, but yes I'm just shocked that I'm putting over this soccer anime so fucking hard, but it's a lot of fun. The art's wild, the animation's great. Yes, there's a lot of not that actually deep bullshit about what it means to be a team and ego and et cetera, et cetera. But if you've watched any of those sports animes and thought, man, I wish they'd jazz it up a bit, my friend, Blue Lock is here for you. And it's the highest doing just fine we got. I think it's oh, really? that close to being a tippy top, man. Doing just fine. Okay. It's doing just fine. Okay. It's so close. But the only reason it's not higher, and yes, I know we go off one episode here. I just said we do, but 
doing a little research. This is based on a manga that shows no no signs of ever fucking stopping. So I'm not sure if there's an end in sight. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know if I can take that much of this, but it's really fucking good. I think you should check out that first episode. Okay. Okay. I didn't tell you everything. It gets crazier toward okay. the end. Okay. What'd you get? I am really curious for you to tell me about the. I, I am a f- familiar with the games. I have a few of them. Let's talk about Legend of Mana, the Teardrop Crystal. So not unlike um, Mobile Suit Gundam, I am not a Legend of Mana guy. I feel like I start. I tried to play one of them a while ago, but it was like way after it came out, and I just couldn't get into it. Fine. I'm not a Mana guy. That's fine. Uh, but this one is not bad. You got a young man who's got these killer, like this dude. I mean, I don't know how he's supposed to be. He looks like, you know, he's an anime kid, so he's got to be like, you know, 14. Got these killer abs, Finn Balor abs. He wakes up from what seems like a prophetic dream, and as he goes about his day, he meets a tough-looking guy who's looking for someone he lost, and he he resolves to help this man. As I said, I've never played these, so maybe I'd get more out of it if I had any connection to the series, but as it stands, it's very fucking pretty. Clearly, the Square Enix have something to do with the animation. Dog, they clearly put their money into it. Yeah, it's it's a square. Um, it's very pretty. It clearly shows a lot of love and money put into the details. The backgrounds are fucking beautiful. And from what little else I've read about it, apparently they the backgrounds, the original like you know guy who did the art and stuff for the mana games or the concepts and stuff, Mm -hmm. not involved. But they like all went around his stuff. I think that guy's dead. I don't know. But they all like were very heavily based on his stuff for the for the foliage and shit. It's real fucking pretty. Ultimately though, it's a little slow. After one episode, I don't really feel a bunch of connection to these characters. It definitely seems like the kind of thing that's gonna need more than one episode to really hook you. I don't I don't know, man. I just don't know where to put it. I I is have it, it Is it worse than a cliffhanger? I don't think it's worse than a cliffhanger. I don't know if it's a doing just fine quite. Well, dude, you know what it sounds like to me? I think it's a cliffhanger. I think it's the tippity top of the cliffhangers. Okay, Bam. we'll give it to it. This, again, doesn't mean it's bad. It's just like, it's not bad enough, I would say, it's, you know, snoozing or anything. But it's a little slow. It's a little okay. slow for me. Yeah, that's fair. That's I'm, I'm going to give this one three yeah, and see okay. if it see what it does. All right, dude, let's go to, let's clear out this bottom here. Let's go to Vaz Rock, the animation this fucking show so Vazrock the animation um so this one is this show has two bands 12 boys and two whole dimensions because this shit is flat as fuck baby uh, it's a bunch of handsome boys that sit around and talk for a while it's like one long interview with like so you should love this right no it's like one long interview with these 12 dudes um and they make jokes and they post for pictures and it's just boring as sin and I have nothing else to say about it. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. It's a snooze. It's nothing. I I didn't like it. I was they so, don't even play any music? Dog, no. It's just these it's just these fucking dudes. Like it's like it's like, okay, they're clearly going for like a, you know, behind the scenes with your favorite boys and blah blah blah. But it's like you haven't This is nothing. It's just them talking for a long time about nothing. Okay. I don't like it. Okay, dude, let's go to, let's go back to the end here. Let's go to Shinobi no Itoki. Shinobi no Itoki. All right. So, this guy, let me find it on my notes. I gotta shuffle through. All right. So, we got a modern day middle school kid. He's got no time for friends. His studies and extracurriculars keep him busy. And his single mother, oh, God bless a single mother, is insistent he focuses on getting ready for high school. However, 
All is not as it seems. I got I gotta drop a few of those. Mm -hmm. see. Mm -hmm. uh, and after a cutie fit school randomly asks him out, he gets attacked by a bunch of ninjas on his first date. Only be to be saved by more ninjas. And it turns out his family and everyone close to him are secret ninjas who have surreptitiously been training him as he is the next in line to lead the clan. And their rival ninja clan is making a move to kill him since he's the heir to the ninja throne. Now, honestly, it's like not bad. It's a little dull. Most of it's dull. When the kunai start flying and the blood starts burning, it's real fun. Mostly, I found it pretty dull. Maybe that evens it out. I think it's a cliffhanger. Cliffhanger? All it's right. cliffhanger. Oh, come on. Come on, Mouse. Get every time I click. Come on. This is a real click. I'm just, just going to buy you one of those little $10 fucking mouses. Well, you know, dude. You know. <laughs> uh, you want to talk about... Let's talk about one that I watched. Okay. Let's uh, let's scroll over to Housing Complex C. I watched this one last night. Now, listen. Now, I'm you not... already told me a little bit about it. Yeah. I think I liked it more than you did, but let's go. I am not a big horror guy. Yep. This is known. Uh, so Housing Complex C, first of all, it's a horror series produced by William Street. That's the Adult Swim guys uh, production company. It's airing on Adult Swim and available on HBO Max. Fun. Mm -hmm. uh, it follows a young girl named I was Kim. shocked whenever HBO Max had an uh, uh, anime. Before Disney. I know, dude. <laughs> you fuckers. Uh... It follows a young girl named Kimmy who lives in a housing complex with a bunch of older... Oh, and a simul dub, by the way. Yeah. Uh, she lives in a housing complex with a bunch of older eccentrics and weirdos, and shit's getting it's strange. It's an old folks home, dude. It is. It, there's some <laughs> creepy Cthulhu mythos shit, and, like, there's an ancient cavern being yeah, discovered. I, I, I think I, I saw, like, a creature from the Black Lagoon. There's straight-up lizard people sightings. Yeah. Uh, but tensions really rise after... <gasps> A bunch of foreigners move in for work. Mm -hmm. Here we here we fucking. And boy, go. do these foreigners hold on, let me let me stop. <laughs> here we go. Let me stop right here. These motherfuckers look like they come straight out of fucking Zelda, dude. Doc, the okay, the designs are not for me. I don't they, it looks like Zelda. They kinda yeah, I could see that. It's Zelda characters. Okay. <laughs> that yeah. big guy, does it does he not look a little bit like Ganondorf to you? Maybe. They look like I mean, Zelda characters. Listen, man. And they so, got those big fucking creepy non-closing eyes. Yeah. Mm. They're just so friendly. They look like Zelda characters. Now, I don't hate it. I think I think they look weird, and that's perfectly fine in yeah. a show that's going to be a little weird. Yeah. It does start with a flash forward with a lot of blood and violence, so we're working toward a real bad night. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. If you want a creepy show for the creepy season, I think this is a good one. Uh, I didn't really enjoy it. I have it at a cliffhanger. Do you want to? I wouldn't bump it to doing just fine. Okay, I'm down with it. Because I'm down with the idea of, you, you know, I hate, you know, the idea of hopefully nobody's struggling to get this shit out, but I love having a seasonal simul dub. All right. This was so nice to be able to watch something for the, this podcast mm -hmm. and be able to eat. And not, not have to focus for like, so hard for like this particular episode. Yeah, it, it's fucking nice, dude. Like, like yeah, that alone You're right. is, is great. But I do think I do think the show is. I'm excited to watch some more of it. All right. Um, it kind of it kind of had when they cry vibes. Okay. A little bit. Um, but yeah, doing just fine. I think. Uh, we'll I'm see. We'll it. see where this goes because I'm definitely gonna follow this one. I'm with it, baby. Uh, I, got? I got that. I got that uh, HBO Max courtesy of my good buddy Brandon. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, we share. Yeah, pretty, pretty nice, dude. Pretty nice. 
Um, I think at some point it's supposed to merge with Discovery Plus, which I actually do have. Wow. I don't, I don't know how that's going to work out. We'll find out. Yeah, it'll we'll it'll just be out. like a some kind of package that like you pay an extra five bucks and get all of them. Now, Brandon, why don't you tell me about more than married, more than a married couple, but not lovers. I don't look. There's a few real big turds this season. I don't know if I'm gonna commit to saying this is the biggest turd, but it's a fucking turd. So here's the thing about is, more than. Do you think Love Flops just just Soul Reed is that the bigger turd? Love Flops does feature someone getting repeatedly molested by a dog, so maybe Love. What Flops kind of is dog worst. was it? It's a big dog. <laughs> That's the same Bernard. And there's a little dog just sitting there was like checking lassie? it out. It looked like it, I, I would. I would. I mean, it's a you know animated, but I would guess Labrador. Okay. Something okay. like that. So more than a married couple, but not lovers. We have a high school. You, I said I was done talking about that fucking show, and you brought it up, okay. you sack of shit. More than a married couple, but not, not lovers. We got a high school nerd boy. He has it bad for his childhood friend, and she seems to like him too. So he's hoping that they get paired up, that he gets paired up with her in the school's marriage practical. What is a marriage practical? Yeah, what is it? My friend, it is the most convoluted and stupid fucking way for them to make a romantic comedy I think I've ever seen. Why, that's when the school pairs off male and female students and makes them live together in apartments and rakes how authentic their fake marriage is by scrutinizing their every move with cameras and sensors. They are literally checking to see how hard your heart is pitter-pattering when you hold hands. Oh, this sounds like it's just a gateway to uh, underage pregnancy. Fucking cringe! <laughs> uh, that right there is when I knew this was trash. Just for kicks, though, the dude does not end up paired with his childhood uh friend who he has a big fat crush on he gets paired up with the hotty hot hot walking fan service girl with the big titties and the fucking garter belt on why are you wearing a garter you're in high school uh what really makes me hate this is how fake and insincere it all feels the girl is angry and rude and then as soon as he leaves she's like you know oh my god blushing red face and it's like i can't believe it's like the fuck you it just it happens like three times in a row where she's just being an asshole to him and then he's like all right i'm gonna go hang out with my friends and she's like <sighs> like just blushing and red-faced and everything and i'm like this is this is weird anyway dress up darling it is not no and like i didn't you know love that one either but uh the moments where they seem to be getting closer are ruined by these ham-fisted sex jokes that aren't even fucking funny and I showed you this, the thumbnail on Crunchyroll seems like it's trying to trick you into thinking it's good by aping a Silent Voices font style. It's weird. So what you're telling me is this is an American romantic comedy movie from 2002. I think it's just too stupid and convoluted to even be that. It's okay. just, I just didn't like it and it stinks and it's in the chasm, baby. It's in the chasm. It's in the motherfucking glacial I'm chasm, baby. I'm just a teenage killing me. bag, baby. Come with me, Friday. <laughs> Don't see me. Was it that? That was new guy. That's that's a kind of reminds me of some shit like that. Yeah, the way you were describing it. it was I, a terrible I, fucking movie. Yeah, I I, I I never actually saw that one, but dirt bag baby. Like I'm pretty it. sure that's what that song is from. I only know the song. That song is about from Weedus, is yeah, where it's, it's from. from Weedus. Yeah. Don't you love Weedus? Yeah, but I think it's like the theme for that movie. Yeah, they, they definitely made a. It's got the the guy, you like, know, the guy like, who was in all those fucking movies in the music video. Yeah. So yeah, 
I, I don't fucking know. Yeah, I didn't yeah. watch it. Well, dude, that is fucking crazy. Um, so let me hit you with that powerful segue into the human crazy university. Oh, boy. I did look at the art of this. I did, like, see the thumbnail, and uh -huh. I was interested. Yeah. But the, let me just ask you, bud. Based on that thumbnail, this quite cartoony style, you got a dude in suit. There's a lady there who's standing next to him. There's, like, a what I'm looks like a fucking out. Rick there, Sanchez-ass right. scientist up there. Mm -hmm. What would you guess the genre of this is? He's taking a long time really thinking i was he knows think, i wouldn't I was, ask unless it was something crazy I was, I was thinking that it might be a comedy it sure looks like it should be doesn't yeah. it yeah it's not funny <laughs> super cartoony show that looks like it should be a comedy but actually follows a death row inmate who apparently killed his wife whom somehow he survives his execution and now has a weird rick sanchez looking old man who wants to study him now i want to talk about the weird ass title because I don't know what that means. The original title translation is human bug, which makes a lot more sense because one, you could say, oh, it's a bug. He survived his execution. Two, he's a bug because he's apparently survived a lot of crazy shit, including several different diseases. That's why this guy wants to study him so bad. And the reason I know all that is because it spends a long fucking time of just this dude going blah, 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 just talking. It's so goddamn tedious. It's so slow. It's not funny. It's apparently based on like a web series that's very much a comedy, but this is... That first episode wasn't a comedy. It was just sad and boring and sh shitty and real shitty. And skip it, skip it, skipping that, screaming at a boppity bop. Uh, it's a chasm, baby. It's in the trash. Oh, in the chasm. It's not even snoozing, man. Chasm. This is trash. I hated it. I hated it. Okay. Okay. Well, let me tell you something I hate. This title right here. Here we go. Um, oh, well, I hate both of these titles. But okay. Let's What's go the with the longer one. one. Okay. I've somehow gotten go. stronger when I improved my... It's farm related. Uh, yeah. Yes, I fart fucked up. related. Farm, fart related. It's not skills. fart related. Farm related. Tell me about these fart related skills, Brandon, please. <sighs> you know, it's not the worst one, and it's not an East guy. So, ha, gotcha. Uh, fantasy world that has status screens and level up logic, despite not being an isekai. They literally are like, oh, I just leveled up my uh, my 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 planting skill, and he like pulls up a screen to show his friend i'm like holy shit uh regular farmer dude is so good at sewing and hoeing that all his farm stats are level 10 and he receives bah, 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 an earth blessing which means he's crazy op and after killing this terrible looking cgi dragon with a carrot and then saving the kidnapped princess didn't even mean to just did uh the king wants to award him with a title but he just wants to live a simple farmer life and it's pretty meh. I, I was not super into it. I will admit, it did give me one one good pop. I got one legit pop out of this one. Okay. When he is facing down, there's some kind of giant demon guy who's trying to kill the king or something. And he jumps in and does this huge earthquake attack. The ground splits open. Everything's great. Oh, my God. All the demons scatter and shit. And the demon's like, what? What is this incredible power? And he goes, but well, that, that... No, that's just a topsoil rotation. So you got to dig up the dirt so the undersoil replaces the topsoil. Otherwise, the ground gets all stale and fallow. It's bad for the plants. Well, except for deep root plants. Those will probably be okay, but you can't always do those. You just got to mix up your crops. and shit. That, honestly, honestly, he made it so mundane, it kind of, I laughed. 
the rest of it, pretty shit. I think it's a cliffhanger. It's not the worst. Cliffhanger. Okay. It's not the worst thing. It's a cliffhanger. It's a cliffhanger. <clears throat> okay, let's see. Let's go with reincarnated as a sword. Reincarnated as a sword. This is one that I had seen people talking about a little bit. Um, I was, you know, it is an isekai. Uh, isekai where a dude is reincarnated as a magical blade. Uh, he has telekinesis so he can fly and he flies around and kills monsters. He levels up, kills more monsters, etc., etc. Meanwhile, while he's off like slicing and dicing to level up and get more skills and shit, we cut between that and a cat girl, a black cat uh, slave uh, who wants to get stronger so that she can free herself. And of course, they end up running into each other. A bomb is formed. A bond is formed. Way too many status screens on this one, but, 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 Catgirl's fun, super fun. Uh, it is refreshing, dare I say, to have an isekai that takes the bold stance of slavery bad. Uh, that said, it also does have a throwaway line right at the end, whereas the, and this is a 12-year-old Catgirl, she snuggled up sleeping, the sword does look over, look over at her and think, man, everyone's gonna want a piece of her when she grows up. Gross. The rest of it is pretty decent. I think it's a high cliffhanger. High cliffhanger. It's okay. almost a doing just fine. I don't hate this but show. But not not above Legend of Mana. It's close. I, yeah, I think it's fine there. Okay. I'm down with it. There we go. There we go. Okay, let's uh let's talk about Uh what did you say this one was earlier? The pedophile princess? No, bibliophile, you fucker. Bibliophile <laughs> princess. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Bibliophile Princess is a story of a young noble woman who comes from a long line of fucking nerds who nerd would alert, rather nerd they would rather plant themselves in a book than bother with the fine dress and garden parties typical of their status. Now comes a nobleman whose parents are pressuring him to find a bride, and so he offers her a deal. He gets a fiance, she gets an excuse to ignore all those social mixers, and access to the kingdom's archive library. However, as the years pass, she apparently begins to develop proper romantic feelings for him. She then sees him speaking, literally, one time. One time, he has a little chuckle, talking to another woman. And now she fears that her good times may be ending, because maybe she he found someone he actually likes. Never crosses her mind that maybe this guy actually likes you. He, you know, actually cares about you. She keeps. She has horrible self-esteem. Keeps She's calling herself a phony a fiance. Dirtbag, She's just baby. a kid, and life is a nightmare. There you go. Yeah, it's slow as hell. It looks nice. I kind of like it, honestly. Uh, I don't think it's going to redefine any genres, but it's cute. It is, however, so fucking slow. I can't call it anything else but snoozing. And let that be a note. Just because it's snoozing, snoozing don't mean don't mean I'm not going to keep watching it. I'll give it three. It's not bad. Um, but yeah, it's just real fucking slow, y'all. We know what, dude. I like this name because uh, there was an anime called Hitori Bochi that I really like. Yeah, but this is Bochi the Rock. I if it had something to do with Hitori Bochi, I'd be stoked. So but. it does a little bit. That Bochi is this girl's nickname because she it literally Hitori Bochi means all alone. Mm -hmm. So you'll see it in a lot of these shows. Yeah. There's a character named Bochi. They ain't got no friends. That's the joke. So we have an anxious girl who's never had any friends. And she, on a whim one day, uh, after seeing a rock performance on the television, she asks to borrow her dad's guitar, and she picks up that guitar in hopes, starts practicing it in hopes that it will help her build some confidence and she can start a band. Three years later, she can fucking shred, my guy. She fucking shreds. 
has a decent following her on her anonymous music channel on YouTube, but still has not played in front of anyone or made any friends at all. However, a chance meeting with a rocker girl whose guitarist just bailed might finally be what she needs. It's super cute, it's super fun, it's super funny. I love the music. Again, the question with these kind of shows is always, how, are the characters you know, gripping enough? Are they fun enough and interesting? And how sincere is it? I think it feels good. It feels sincere to me. Sometimes it just feels like they're throwing cutesy shit over whatever hobby or sport or whatever. But with this one, at least I buy it. And the humor in particular did have me cracking up. The way she goes from like nervous mumbling because she's so shy to inner monologue scream freaking out reminds me a lot of the best parts of Kaguya-sama. Um, the animation has this bubbly charm that fucking hooked me. We got yet another tippity top. I fucking love Bochi the Rock. It's very good. Bochi the Rock. Tippity top, baby. Now, she is not the rock. Bochi the Dwayne Johnson? She's not Bochi the Dwayne Johnson. But the show's fucking adorable. They literally, Roger, they have like a concert and she's so nervous she can't get on stage and play. And they're like, we got a box you can sit under, I guess. So literally it's like, here's the bassist, here's the drummer, here's a box. And they're just on stage rocking. I, I really like it. It's super cute. All right, what you got? I like it, dude. I like it. Uh, what I don't like is this title. I alluded to it earlier. I'm the villainous, so I'm taming the final boss. All right. So first of isekai, all... Isekai? Or is this not an isekai? It is an isekai, first okay, of all. Because I was starting to get shocked that half of these weren't isekais. We got a few. There's a few isekais. So oh, first God, of all, this I is... Save them all for last. Calm down. <laughs> you didn't really. No, I think I think this is... Well, okay, we'll get to it. Uh, I'm the villainous, so I'm taming the, taming the final boss. It's very reminiscent of another show that I really loved, My Next Life as a Villainous, but with a few marked differences, mainly that whereas My Next Life followed our isekai into an Otomi game as the bad girl protag from childhood so that she can, you know, establish per perceptions of her being actually good, taming this one starts with our isekai into an Otome game as the bad girl protag halfway through the game. She, in fact just it, she just got to the part of the game or whatever where the uh main dude uh who the protagonist the good guy the good girl of the game just got with him and he's telling uh, her the villain that she is uh you need to leave i'm annulling our engagement blah 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 and that's when it snaps in her head oh shit this is a game. I lived this before. She just now got her isekai memories back. So everyone already hates her, basically, which is a pretty interesting dynamic. Um, knowing that her story ends with her getting dead by the main guy's demon lord brother, she looks for a way to forge a bond with that demon lord brother instead. Uh, it's cute. It's fun. It's just different enough that I do enjoy this one. I mean, like I said before, man, for me, isekais aren't old. Shonen isekais are old. This is a isekai romantic comedy, and it's fucking cute, and I like it. It's doing just fine. Doing just fine. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about one I have watched. Let's oh, mix it back in, dude. Let's talk about Raven of the Inner Palace. So Raven of the Inner Palace is a historical fantasy in which a young emperor seeks the aid of the mysterious Raven Consort, a woman who lives within the Inner Palace and is said to possess mystical powers. Seems like it's going to be a little bit of a, you know, kind of Sherlock Holmes thing. Like the first the first two yeah. episodes deal with her trying to yeah, figure out yeah, who, who like was it, murdered it, or something. If you want to go anime, you could go with a Detective Conan there. A Case little closed. bit, yeah. a little bit, because but she's, also she's she has like actual magic powers. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, it's it's not Maybe bad. It's more like a mushishi or... I didn't watch that. You know, I didn't watch that. Some sort of spirit detective show. A little bit. Uh, the animation is just okay. The art is fine. Um, you liked it more than I did. The I, I sure did. Yeah. I honestly I thought it was beautiful. I think it, it, it's got a charm to it, but it's I don't know. I've seen other shows with similar art styles that didn't wow me, so it feels. I've wrong never to say seen this a show with an art style like this. I don't know. It's made to look hmm. like like old Chinese paintings. Because the story is is Chinese. Yeah, I mean it's not. It, it is it is fully fiction. None yeah, of this is based on like the, a real. This is what anything. the characters look like, and I mean obviously they're going to be more blobby, and their faces are going to be pale. You've, you you've probably seen uh, sure like classical uh, yeah, Eastern yeah. art, but um, that this is what a lot of the humans look like in this painting. I will I will absolutely take your word yeah. for it, as you are the one with the art degree. Yep, and yeah, the, the colors are very good. The way they do the outlines are very similar to those paintings. Sure. It's all, it's somebody took some time to figure out, you know, how to. Now, I get it. If it's not your style and you don't like it, that's yeah. fine. But somebody really did spend a lot of time making the show look what I would say is, is quite beautiful. Yeah. Um, Honestly, it, you know. I like the design. It's also very Hell Girl esque. I don't yeah, know if anybody's ever seen that or not. The thing that I really enjoy about it is there's a layer of like. The characters are good. I like I like mm. the characterization oh, yeah. stuff and this layer of like intrigue where like the emperor like took over from the you know queen or whatever uh, the empress who was in charge who had like kicked him out where he should have been next in line and he didn't kill her or whatever and like you know this whole like what's really going on what secrets who's running what from behind the scenes who's trying to overthrow who and all that stuff it has a pretty cool little layer of intrigue on top of it that mm -hmm. i do enjoy there's a lot going for it there's just here's the thing first of all it is doing just fine but there's so many other shows this season that i don't know if this is the one i'm gonna hang on to you know what i mean okay um I probably but will I watch think more it, of this it's, one. it's yeah. definitely doing just fine. Look, I'll, I'll say I watched episode two. I got the resolution of yeah. like that first mystery, and it's decent. I don't hate it. It's okay. it's it's pretty good. Yeah. I just don't know if I'll be able to stick it out because there's a lot going on this season. Yeah, I got you, dude. What you got? All right, man. Let's talk about my master has no tail. My master has no Sounds tail. Like garbage. Uh, it's pretty cute. Okay. So it's about it's about a tanuki. Okay, okay. So in Taisho period Osaka, a young Tanuki girl from the sticks out in the country, uh, she is trying to trick humans as her elders did before her. However, folks these days are a bit too wise for those antics. Come on, girls, the 1920s. We got electricity and cable cars. Can't get over on us too easy. Feeling defeated, she ends up running into a young woman performing Rakugo. Uh, are you familiar with Rakugo? Nope. So it's a thing. I actually, so there was, okay. I have heard the word before. Very, very brief tangent there is a great uh super eye patch wolf on youtube does these great videos about like wrestling and shit and why re there's one called why wrestling is so fascinating and he's got another one that's all about like the art of being a heel and shit and he talks about rakugo uh in i believe it's the why wrestling is so fascinating one it's basically a comedy show where one person is just sitting on a stage and like the only props they have are like a fan and a and a towel or something and they're like playing all these different characters and like you know switching their perspective and telling these little stories and shit and it's really it's interesting it's one of those things that like i, I remember seeing about that and thinking man i that's pretty neat i'd like to isn't see one this, of these shows isn't that words used somewhere in odd taxi about the homo sapiens i th oh the 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 main the 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 guy who the eraser is yeah. he was a rakugo guy yeah yeah 
that the, the he was like a comedy genius yeah. who was a big rock ago guy. Yes. Um, but yeah, so basically it's long form stand up, but up story time, but while you're sitting down, basically that's very reductive, obviously. But anyway, our Tanuki heroine is taken with the art form. She wants to trick people. She's a Tanuki. That's what they're supposed to be good at, but everyone's too wise to her now. But she sits there. I did there, it for the Tanuki. She, I did it all for the Tanuki. Fuck you. Uh, she sits there and watches this show and she's watching everyone like be so enraptured and they believe that this one character is playing these multiple characters and she's like she's tricking them she's tricking me i want to do this so now she the tanuki girl wants her to be her master her master that doesn't have a tail get it that's the title all right mm -hmm. it's super bright it's super cute i don't know how meat how much meat is actually on this particular bone but it's very charming i think it's doing just fine it's a little slow and yeah. honestly, the the lady doing who's doing the Rakugo uh, is almost certainly going to end up being like revealed to be a fox beard or something, because at one point she is in a flying boat. Whatever, it's cute. I like it. Okay. It's cute. Again, not one I think with so much fucking good shit this season I'll be able to keep up on, but I like it a lot. Okay. okay. All right. Why don't, you, why don't you hit us with another one, big guy? Management of a novice alchemist. Uh, I'm glad you picked that one, because these last two, I got some shit to say about. Okay. Uh, management of novice alchemist. Uh, fantasy series when a young girl hopes to become an alchemist. She trains under her master. She graduates. Uh, she starts opening a shop by the end of episode one. It is cute. It's basically an all-female cast, which is pretty fun. Uh, probably gonna. I don't know if it's like a full on Yuri series, but there's definitely like some. I guess a girl's love, huh? Yeah, it's a little bit. Not really. It has like nothing to do with that. It's one of those where like it's all female cast, and uh, like the master, her master has a uh, lady who lives with her who's like works with her in the shop and cooks for him and shit. And it's like y'all are clearly married, right? But then I don't know if it's at, it's almost certainly not going to actually do anything with that. But it's cute, um, and I don't hate it. It is pretty slow. I think this one's going to go the way of Legend of Mana, where it's it's not bad at all. But it's between doing just fine and snoozing, so it's going to end up in cliffhanger. Okay. But it is cute. I do. I like it. I like it. Okay. okay. It's okay. What do you got? All right, man. Let's talk about the Eminence of Shadow. Dog. They I'm going to save the most hypest one for last. Okay, it's it was definitely been. the most hype. It was one. always the, the intention. It was always going to be this. The Eminence Shadow, in Shadow, um, man, they had me in the first half. I ain't going to lie. So we got a high school. God, at this fucking show. So we got a high school actress type who lives in fear after having been kidnapped previously. She also sits next to a guy in class who can't remember her name, says she's a, quote, named NPC, and is just a little weirdo, a little chuny weirdo. However... Dot, dot, dot. All is not as it seems. I love, I love doing, dropping those. After our girl is kidnapped again, the Chuny dude shows up, kicks through the root window on the roof, fucking massacres the kidnappers with a couple of crowbars. It's brutal and has this, it's also dumb as fuck because while he's beating the shit out of these dudes with a couple of crowbars, he's monologuing about how much he trained with crowbars and discovered the best, best methods of killing with crowbars. You know, you can use a crowbar kind of like a tonfa, but you can also just hit someone in the head. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Anyway, he saves the girl, leaves without uh, revealing himself, and if... I say if the show had just been that, honestly, 
I would be in. You got, it's a chuny nerd who goes all Dexter and thinks he's a hero, but really he's just a psychopath who's going around killing people. That sounds like a fun show. I would watch that. That sounds like, a, you know, it's at least intriguing. I would watch that. Bit edgy, but I'm down. But no, 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 no. Cause then they roll credits, fake credits, and then give you a brief image of a TV playing a news story that's saying how, oh, isn't it terrible? This young boy who went to this high school, it's him. He got hit by a truck. And now he's isekai with a big black hood and a bunch of hot women's and he gets to be the edgy piece of shit he always thought he was. <laughs> Fart noise. So this is apparently based on a comedy. This is not a comedy. This is apparently supposed to be funny. It just, all that first part, anime original. It starts with him having been isekai and now he's got all the ladies and all the power and he's this fucking guy. The anime original part, they were like, what if we took out all the humor and made it way too edgy and stupid? So they did. And it's absolute fucking garbage. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, there's a chance that this actually, uh, it, you know, would be cool is if they did anime originally ending and had it end with, oh, he didn't die. He just got a head wound and he is, in fact, in the real world murdering people. No, I doubt it. It's just a piece of shit. I'm not going to watch it long enough to find out. This is a chasm. It's a chasm. It's a garbage, garbage chasm. It's trash. Right in the chasm. Okay. Right in the fucking chasm. I'm really upset that I watched this one, okay. actually. Well, it pissed me off. Let's talk about something else edgy. Let's talk about something that's edgy, it's but you edgy, know what? Pretty yeah, fucking sharp. fun. Yeah, but pretty fucking awesome. Let's talk about that chainsaw, man. Let me let me go ahead and just put it. You know what it is. Off. Look, if y'all don't already know about this one somehow, um, it's it's been super hyped. It's incredibly popular manga series. Uh, I'm you know I'm not reading mangas, but it's fucking chainsaw, man, y'all. A young man who inherited who inherited his father's mob debt has been paying it off for years by killing devils for the mob. However, when he's faced with certain doom, he and his chainsaw devil compatriot, who is a fucking cute little puppy, are forced to take drastic action. Loads of hype for this one, and it really does deliver. It's a bloody, raucous mess of a show. The main characters, who's a great mix of shonen dumbass and poor lost puppy you just want to huggle. I don't really need to recommend this one. You've almost certainly heard about mm -hmm. it. Just check it out. Um, it is really fucking fun. It's basically Devil Man. Oh, with butts. Oh, right nice in one. there. Come on, guys. Jesus Christ, Come on, dude. Guys. What is with your shit? I don't know, man. This is the this is the most slipshod our fucking tier list has ever been yep. but you know what we got through it it's honestly it is a lot of fun i will say this i do think it is perhaps ironic that a show that deals so much with this young man being literally so dehumanized was animated by mappa who has a habit of uh pushing their guys to do real hard crunch time and also being put out being put out by Crunchyroll who's fucking up real hard with the anti-union shit. Did you see that anime? It's very fun. <laughs> it's like the 2.5. It's very good. Yeah. It's it's, really it's it still it's comes really out really smooth. Uh I like how the movements and stuff like, you know, 2.5 can sometimes be very uh weird looking, you know, it's the CG and whatnot, but they draw and whatnot. Uh, there's bits where like they're walking where they are moving slower than it looks like they normally would be and it just works and then there's parts where the fights are going where they're just breakneck going fucking mm -hmm. nuts it really is 
it's a good show, man. I can't yeah. I can't call it anything else, but yeah, lots of lots of like uh, uh, hum, uh, homages. I guess yeah. that's how you would. Say oh that yeah, plural. in the fucking intro. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit! I will also say that like this guy is my like favorite kind of action hero, where like both everyone everyone calls him this the fucking mob dudes they say he's like a dog mm -hmm. the fucking girl at the end treats him like a dog she says hey come work for me i'll feed you um he's a dog and yeah. that's like he's literally you know dehumanized in that he is now part demon or whatever but also it's my favorite kind of fucking you know hero where he just is like the reason a dog's good is because you know a dog does what you say or whatever but a dog also has to fight back and a dog also has to be lovable and that's what this character is it works yeah i i yeah. really i do I like liked it. it a lot man i liked it a lot too i liked it i thought it i thought it lived up to the hype uh i looked at the manga the first manga in the store and i was like damn it i spoiled some stuff for myself just trying to read through real quick just yeah. to see what happened next I, this is one that like i know so many people who read this fucking manga and they're all goddamn in love with it and they won't shut yeah. up about how fucking good it is i only so. read probably what was gonna happen in the second episode that's about it but yeah uh, I, I was like, ah, oh, it's too much. I, I am into anymore. it. I am into it. It's yep. a good time. So that's our list, y'all. Uh, I think we got through it. Uh, let's go ahead and give it a quick rundown. The snoozers that you can probably skip. Beast Tamer, Vazrock the Animation, Bibliophile Princess. I'll still watch a couple of that one. Glacial Chasm. These are the garbage. By my own standards, if you disagree, by all means, revel in the glory of knowing that I am wrong and you are right. But in the Glacial Chasm, we have Love Flops, More Than a Married Couple But Not Lovers, The Human Crazy University, dumb name and the eminence and shadow also dumb name cliffhangers legend of man at the teardrop crystal it ain't bad it's just a little slow reincarnated sword it ain't bad it's just a little goofy shinobi no itoki it ain't bad it's just it's a little bad i've somehow gotten stronger when i proved my farm related skills eh. and management of a nod that's out alchemist it ain't bad it's just a little slow doing just fine blue lock my god housing complex c i'm the villainous so i'm taming the final boss raven raven of the inner palace that's so raven roger mm. so raven uh my master has no tail and of course at the tippity top bochi the rock akiba made war do it yourself mobile suit gundam the witch for mercury and of course a chainsaw man do we know what we're doing next week? Yeah, man. Sequel season. We're going to be talking about sequel seasons, which we will have some actual which sequels. there are actually a lot of. So. There's so fucking many. I, I definitely misspoke previously. I thought that uh, Vinland Saga was coming back, but it's not this season. Is apparently. it not? I guess not. I thought it was this season. I don't know. I, I'll, I'll have to look it up again, but uh, it wasn't on the 2022 and anime uh, list on you on Wikipedia. So I don't know. But uh, next next season uh, next episode uh, probably a couple weeks from now probably we will be talking about sequel oh, series. Okay. Uh, apparently it was pushed to January 2023. Well, there you go. I feel like I did I did hear that and I just didn't accept it. You didn't want to believe it, nor do I, sir. But yes, there's a lot of sequel seasons uh, that are going on right now. You got Mob Psycho 3, obviously. You got the new MHA, obviously. Uh, there's there's a ton of stuff. We will, we will of course, uh, Roger brought it up. We'll talk about Berserk a little bit. Yeah, I would uh, like to. Yeah, it'd be fun. And you'll have to take the bulk of that one because I don't know shit about Berserk. Yeah, man. Except for my love for you is like a truck Berserker. Do you want to making fuck Berserker? Yeah, man. Uh, I recommend that you at least check out the first episode or so. I'll, just, I'll definitely just, watch it. Just give it a look. But yeah, it's going to be a good time. We will see y'all then. In the meantime, let's hit these plugs. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out. If you want to tell us what you think about this tier list and how wrong I am, you can do that a number of ways. Of course, you can leave a uh, comment 
on the YouTube channel, Rapid Kick Media, youtube.com slash Rapid Kick Media, where you may or may not be watching slash listening to this. Uh, like, comment, subscribe, click that bell so you can see notifications, all the regular YouTube stuff, smash that like button, and leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. You can, of course, also leave us a rating and a review and a comment on the podcast anywhere you find it, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all the podcast stuff. Uh, we'd love it if you left us a little five stars there. You know, be cool. Be mm-hmm. cool. Make it five. You know what's up. Yeah. If, yeah. Listen, three ain't enough. I'm going to get five. That's a old yeah. school biggie reference. Yeah, but uh, it's a good time. Check it out. Uh, and of course, any number of uh, different social medias we may or may not use the Facebook, the Twitter. Might as well just, just plug the Twitter and the Discord. Definitely hit the Discord. And got a little bit on the disc, on the Twitter, but check the Discord. Yeah. That's where we usually are. We've got a couple new people in there. Shout out, shout out, shout yeah. out. Love you guys. Thanks yeah. for hanging. Uh, we hope to talk to you. Um, and of course, we want to give a shout out to our musicians. Thank you, Married with Sea Monsters, aka the Mary Janes, for use of our opening theme, Paper Doll. They are available on a number of different music streaming apps, but that track is only on marriedwithseamonsters.bandcamp.com. Check it out; it's a great time. It's good stuff. Marriedwithseamonsters.bandcamp.com. Mm. Thank you to uh, our good buddy Haas for the closing theme on the YouTube portion of the show. That is uh, the buddy's good. One more time for Haas, Thomas Tastes Better, all one word on Instagram, Thomas Tastes Better on Instagram, and Dungeon Witch, that's Dungeon Witch, a witch dungeon? No, Mm -hmm. Dungeon Witch Mm -hmm. on YouTube. Thank you again, Haas. And finally, a shout out to our good buddy, A Petty Theft. I don't know about, I don't know about this one. Right there at the end, kind of sounded like you were riding a horse. All right. Uh, that is how it's pronounced. Two P's at the beginning, two T's at the end. Papetti Theft. Thank you, Papetti Theft, for the use of our closing theme on the podcast, which we are still calling Sweet Anime Dreams. One more time. Thank you, Papetti Theft. You can find Papetti Theft on Twitter and on SoundCloud at Papetti Theft. And that about does it. Uh, Roger, do you have one to take us out on? Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. It's been a blast. Uh, Please come see us again next time here in the Good Buddies Anime Universe. And from the Good Buddies Anime Universe, I am your good buddy, Brandon. And I am Teenage Dirtbag Baby. I'm Listen just a Iron Maiden Baby. Win me. Ooh. Brownie, brownie. <laughs>